morning, Raja Singh. Very good. Amazing, amazing, amazing. So, what's up? I mean, what's new today, this morning? What is new today is that we have definitely seen a distinct change in the angle of the sun. Okay. And it has now started its journey southwards. Wow. <laughs> Which That's is very, good. very clearly visible from my balcony. Mm-hmm. But so far it was rising over the mumty of our neighbor's house and now it is rising over the mumty of the next neighbor's house which is a major change in degrees wow mm-hmm. what that else remind, what is happening that reminds me of jantar mantar ah yeah i have been to jantar mantar you know so there are many yantras there hmm. samrat yantra uh, is one of them the biggest one Mm-hmm. And you know these, uh, so for example, these were observatories yes. made just out of masonry. <laughs> yes. And you know today, if somebody talks about observatory, they'll be talking about telescopes, optics, this, that, yes. radio signals, X, Y, Z. But that was a masonry-based uh, uh, observatory. And I remember, you know, olden times, all the watches were uh, sundials. Hmm. You know, like for example, if you enter Golden Temple, in the theory, in that walkway towards the temple, which is surrounded by water, hmm. there was a sundial on the marble also. Wow! So there's there's sundials everywhere. Wow! And you know, then later the Ghantagars came when the uh, English time came. You know, hmm. so now then you know we made sure that we're following this time because you know using that uh, sundial was a big you know, skill. Because hmm. it had to be seen ki which time of the year are you watching it. Hmm. Because that will differ. That's exactly your mumpty thing. Because hmm. the sun's angles change every, all the time. Correct. And that you, know, that, you know, like makes me ask you this question, like about calendars. Hmm. You know, calendars are either moon-based or sun-based. You know, hmm. so, I mean, why, you why would somebody make it moon based and the other would make it sun you know sun based and <laughs> it's funny hmm. maybe maybe because you know the people who made it moon based were living in very hot climates <laughs> and hmm. the only thing that they could be comfortably watching is the moon <laughs> just guessing <laughs> and, you know and you know yeah. people who had sun based were actually people who could actually uh, have more control actually more uh, observation of the sun hmm. i don't know This is a fascinating uh, topic and over here I just wanted to refer to a talk given by Professor C.K. Raju Mm -hmm. who is an expert in trigonometry. Oh, okay. And obviously one of the core requirements of understanding time and uh, calendars is the understanding of geometry and trigonometry. So his talk on YouTube on the India Awakens channel is fairly interesting because I was under the impression that India had a lunar calendar. Mm-hmm. But he clarified that doubt by saying that India has a uni- has something called a lunisolar calendar. Lunisolar, okay. Yeah, and the lunisolar calendar is the most complex to understand mm-hmm. and to maintain. Mm-hmm. But what he was saying in contrast is the Gregorian calendar. Mm-hmm. He said which is the least accurate mathematically. Hmm. where there is a blanket 365 days followed by one leap year and the margin of error in this kind of a calendar is very high. Hmm. 
over 100 years there is a massive deviation there is like some 4 5 days lost mm. and he said that the reason why that happened was because the gregorian calendar was developed by a calendar reform committee mm. and when it was done they didn't have access to fractions Oh, so for that? instance, exactly. So for instance, something as simple as uh, I, I never really realized this that Roman numerals didn't have access to fractions. Oh, so it's either one or it's two. There's nothing called one and a half. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, incidentally, Roman numerals also didn't have access to zero, which of course we know that you know some person in India developed the whole idea of zero. But we kind of take it for granted that ha ha, ab ho gaya. Now let's get on with it. But when you start reading history you realize that the implications of the discovery of zero was mm. was huge like it literally transformed uh, mathematics and today what we have is computers and the binary code that uh, you know in the is in the background of computing mm. could not have been possible without the zero yeah right and uh, he kind of explains very uh, methodically how his lifetime of research has been in uh, appreciation of the lunar solar calendar in india and how it responds to various celestial bodies not just the sun and the moon mm-hmm. but since the sun and the moon are in closest proximity and have the maximum impact on our daily cycles mm-hmm. and on our uh, farming cycles so for instance i was very surprised when i went to the ministry of agriculture website and i realized that they follow the lunar calendar mm-hmm. and their rabi and kharif seasons are again based on the lunar calendar Mm. so application variability also happens that depends on what application you have uh, what are you using the calendar for but uh, horary astrology as we have practiced it in india has maintained the lunisolar calendar now what he explained was that lunisolar calendar required very advanced understanding of mathematics mm. and by very advanced he was explaining that you need to have knowledge of not just the decimal you need to have knowledge of nine decimal places Places mm. and you need to be able to visualize that also. Mm-hmm. You ask, what does that mean? So the fineness of the calendar and the ability to update the calendar to up, up to nine decimal places, mm. something that uh, was was there in our culture, people knew it, and it wasn't like this very esoteric skill that very few people had, and you know you had to approach world experts. It wasn't like that. Every region had its own. Every kingdom has its own. had its own every sub region within a kingdom had its own people who could who understood how to maintain it and, and uh, you know keep it click keep it ticking so to speak mm. and speaking about uh, sundials raja what i realized what i was left with was the fundamental question that i'm always left with with swaraj are the clocks sustainable or are the sundials sustainable <laughs> and and what i also realize is that uh, our uh, professor in spa professor snehachu mukherjee uh, his uh, uh, wife is also a researcher and she had come up with this beautiful publication which is available in uh, shops like the people tree at connot uh, place which was basically on the sundial and all the yantras of jantar uh, mantar uh, and how anybody can actually go and do the basic uh, assessment of time and also be able to tell what month you are in in the year mm-hmm. possibly what day you are in because those yantras are not uh, they are you know uh, time based as well as day and month and year based so mm-hmm. you can actually use different one and, and she had created that so that anybody can have access to that 
basic knowledge. You, we may not be able to do very advanced level calculations, which will require geometric trigonometric functions. But basically, you will be able to go and use the yantras just by referring to that simple guide. Hmm. Wow. So I found that very exciting and very fascinating because हम लोग जब sustainability सिखाते हैं बच्चों को and incidentally this is the same in वास्तु शास्त्र also we teach people how to use the nomon. Nomon hmm. is that simple pole that you put into the ground. and ideally they say that before you start construction of a building then you must make a perfect compass on that site which takes one year mm. so you can start at any day of the year mm. and and just complete one full cycle mm. with that one simple pole on the ground and a piece of st- piece of string mm. you can actually map map, map out the exact uh, uh, locations in terms of north northeast northwest and uh, you know the the angle of the sun the latitude of where you are located all that mm. can be mapped out by that simple stick in the ground mm. and i really appreciate the simplicity of it and the ease of transmission like if i had to transmit that knowledge to somebody else i would not have to go into the details of you know gears and levers and watch making and you know stuff like that or magnetism in case of a compass i can just say just pick up a stick put it into the ground take a piece of string and every day onward start mapping it yeah it also takes a year bro <laughs> i knew that comment was coming and 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 uh, and, and i love that you said that because uh, again it takes us back to the thought of who wants to do it hi theek hai yeah the fact the fact that uh, is it somebody who understands time in the scale of yugas mm. at 432000 years or is it somebody who thinks that yolo marlo khalo pilo you know you only live once homo fear of missing out you know, all the all the new um, the abbreviations that we use on social media these days mm. I don't realize that all these abbreviations are driven by a mad obsession with the you know the fear of death. Mm. This is what we spoke about a few days back death thought accessibility and terror management theory right. Mm. That uh, people have actually established that different cultures perceive the idea of the termination of life in a very different way. Mm. And I think that the cultures that have the most powerful relationship with nature mm. are the ones that have the most powerful relationship with the termination of life mm. so if we don't uh, transmit the grace and ease with which you can accept the idea of termination of life and make it part of your life cycle mm. just like you know so so i think that it's not uh, it it's not coincidental that we don't appreciate the water cycle we don't appreciate the carbon cycle we don't appreciate uh, the diurnal cycle we don't appreciate the seasonal cycle as modern human beings because we don't appreciate the overall life cycle we just don't appreciate it so so carbon can keep increasing i was just reading today that the ipcc has given its strongest and most uh, you know vociferous warning against climate change impacts uh, in the news it, it was in the news today mm-hmm. and uh, uh, i just uh, realized that they can keep warning us but the business community will not pay heed the big industries will not pay heed because they don't understand cyclical processes it's not their fault mm. you know it's not a it's not as if they are making they have made a grave mistake it's just that go to a 6 year old and try to tell him you know what is the transfer what is the heat transfer function 
you can tell him all you want but he he wants to go and play <laughs> stop wasting mm-hmm. his time you know mm-hmm. so you can tell them the excitement of nuclear physics but but they want to go and play on the swings mm-hmm. and they don't understand why you are obsessing with all these trivial things mm-hmm. right so i think that is where the breakdown really has happened and uh, uh, again uh, you know very strong statement but today i just got up and i was writing about this that we need to understand that sustainability may not be possible in the english language we have to understand if you look at a temporal time frame if you look at the past 500 years and you look at where we have come today mm. we we don't realize that it has taken the past 500 years to come to where we are today mm. and to completely suddenly alter that mindset and have it be very sensitive to sustainable processes to cyclical nature of uh, of living beings to the various water cycles carbon cycles that surround us is is something that is ridiculously impossible mm. so i feel that uh, personally it's it makes a lot of sense to turn towards the people who are already living in harmony with nature and try and see how they are doing that mm. and not only from one lens mm. economics <laughs> oh no no these people don't have very big v8 Uh, 1500 or 2000 horsepower cars to drive so these people are poor right so but really looking at it judiciously and really getting aware of the impact of our actions on the world as modern human beings right yeah amazing fascinating very fascinating i mean your your question was so pertinent uh, in terms of just appreciation of uh, uh, the lunar cycle and the solar cycle again cycles <laughs> you know and yeah. uh, how all that impacts us and what is also very fascinating is that of course you might be aware of this that the root of modern astrology uh, modern astronomy sorry uh, is, is lies in uh, the arabic and the indian uh, traditions of astronomy which again lie in a very very deep understanding of geometry and trigonometry Mm. and uh, yeah I, i think it's worth looking into and exploring our uh, rich history as far as this is concerned and uh, transmitting it to the younger generations is faster than ever before and i think aap hame bas kar dena ji this is great what you said gorav and i'm sure uh, you know it would invigorate the people to think about these things and you know maybe uh talk to their uh, friends and younger ones about this and this might lead us to sustainability and thank you so much for sharing and for all the others for listening in please keep listening in and please keep sharing and your available made a podcast platform including apple spotify and google podcast do listen and keep listening and thank you very much thank you see you tomorrow